The opinions of the hosts of Public Radio KUNV are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, Rebel Media Group, or UNOV's Board of Regents. Tonight is the night. Night. Tonight. This is Clock In, Clock Out with the voices of Las Vegas, Ace Cat, and Diggy D. It's going to be that exciting all night. All night. On 91.5, the Rebel HD2, the number one college station in Nevada. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Clock In. Clock Out. What's your, your voices of Las Vegas? Vegas? My name is Ace Cat. And this is Diggy D here. And we have a great another episode for today. Happy summer, everybody. I hope everybody's summer's been going well. You're going to your favorite vacation spots. If you're if you're broke, it's a joke like we are. Just enjoy Vegas. You know, there's plenty of things to do around here. Right, I said it. Going to set my soul. We're going to set my soul on fire. And we have been waiting and anticipating for this episode. But of course, you know, as baseball season is coming closer to an end, we have finally gotten... The two wonderful people for the Hustlin' Rebel podcast themselves, Ryan Gilder and Donovan Hicks. Yeah! What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure. It's a uh, pleasure. Thank, us for, thank you guys for having us on because I, I've been watching Clock In, Clock Out, listening to it for a while, and I've been just waiting to get on it, and finally it's a... It's finally our time to go on. It's and we know dream. how much you've been talking about it, too. Like, you're always saying, oh, look, everybody, when can I get on the episode? And I was like, bro, just come in anytime. We have an open door policy. And you're like, oh, okay, bet. And we never see you. <laughs> well, I, 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 a little scheduling conflicts here and there. But, hey, my schedule's now open. I'm now on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. All right. Scheduling uh, conflicts. Yeah. Lots of scheduling conflicts. So, uh, boys, uh, we also have Jess B in the building. Not Jess A, not Jess C, but Jess B herself. So, there you go. A repeat here on the wonderful Clock In, Clock Out. Kind of like go, the Bulls. Go ahead and get closer to the Jess, uh, Mike Jess. Don't yeah. be shy. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, let's recurring get started. guess. Huh? It's a, it's a thing, recurring guess. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. We're, it's we're, a it thing now. A thing. We're, so. we're writing in the special rule book, the very odd parent <laughs> book. <Yeah. laughs> rule 504, recurring guess. Uh, uh, I'll rule book. <laughs> well, soon to be present, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, little plug in there. Yeah. All right, so let's get it started, boys. What have you, What? how's your weekend been this weekend? That's uh, going pretty good, man. So far, so good. We got some nights NHL playoff action coming up, and other than that, it's just been chilling, finishing up the semester. That's that's good, man. You know, any any hard classes specifically, or just you know, just move sailing from here. No, nah, journalism's been great so far. There you go. Forgot journalism majors, you know. Yeah. You know, you got to just press record. Uh, uh pause. Yeah. submit. There you go. <laughs> really, what about I, you, Ryan? How's the weekend? Yeah, been? I mean, it's been a lot of editing, a lot of final projects, a lot of tight deadlines, and. Uh, I'm just happy that it's all over right about now and now it's just getting ready for summer packing up and ready to go back to California you know if uh, my ears heard me correctly you know your your football league team they actually won yesterday is that true yeah we we won intramural co-ed football for our third time in a row and it was really tough like first two were much easier we mercyed both teams and uh, it, we made a lot of mistakes in the game, but we somehow won in overtime to three-peat, and 
it was a very good game. I'm just excited that we three peated. So the three peat that, that must be a special feeling there, you know. Uh, you know, and there's other teams that three peated as well, but we're not going to get into that today. So oh, come on, <laughs> you, you, you mean to tell me that you don't want to get more into our wonderful uh, women in sports that make it all possible here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada? You know, this is clock in, clock out, not a sports broadcast. So maybe we could talk about that another day. But what did you guys do to celebrate afterwards? Well. We just all got together and we had a good time. We just celebrated our win and yeah, that that's all we did. It just had a little team get together. After J- just a uh, just a little team get together. That sounds like a little bit of uh 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 cap. <laughs> Maybe we should get a little bit into it more. How, how what kind of together are we talking? Are we talk about like a Bible study get together or like you know? <laughs> I wouldn't call it a Bible study get together. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it was just a good little team party. You know, uh, just like hey, like we had a good season, got us a, another victory. Uh, Three peats somehow, and yeah, we had like a little team party after. Yeah, where, where did it take place? Did you guys go to like a restaurant or somebody's apartment or house? Yeah, we went over to one of the teammates' apartments. And so a teammate's apartment. So yeah, it's we, more like a like a party then, right? Yeah, it was a team yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it was like, a team party. Oh, party. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Yeah, it was a team party. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah, we did a team party. There you go. There you go. How, so how did that turn out? All the players were. Huh? Well, we're all we're happy. We won the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm giving you a pretty like a uh, PC response, but yeah, uh, I think I think what Diggy is trying to say is, was it more of a Bible study where it was like casually, like you guys are talking, you know, the the normal party do we doing set you're like the more mature parties or is it just one of those parties where everybody was like if you're not drunk ladies and gentlemen get ready to get crocked up let's do it <laughs> was it one of those well let's remember like half the team's not even 21 so the people that were Ooh. under 21 we did not participate in any drinking but uh some of the people that were over 21 they had like a couple of beers here and there but it was a it was a good party and uh, yeah, it, like the music was loud. I mean, we could have gotten a noise complaint. We didn't, I think. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it, it was just a good time, everyone. We had a good time. You know, ever since I turned twenty one, I always forget that there's still people here that are under twenty one. You know, it's one of those it's one of those rare rare things. It's kind of like a club thing. Like once you're twenty one, you're just like, oh yeah, everybody could do everything now. But when you're in those few stages, it's that eighteen to twenty gap where you just feel like the world is like, man, I can do things, but I can't. You know, it's just like it's like that three year battle you have until you finally can make it into that world of can doing things and stuff but it's a good thing ryan that you did bring up parties because that is actually the topic uh for tonight's episode we are going to get a little bit more into the party laughs party life so the question uh, that i have for you guys is how involved are you guys in the party life and i'm not talking just about in college were you guys big into it in high school and then when in college it kind of like your party life increased like what was it like so I'll I'll kind of go over my party career, not not really anything. <laughs> party your, career, your party nuts. resume. Oh no, because thing is like I, I look in everything in like sports terms or like career terms, so that's how I kind of look at it. So I didn't really start going to like any type of like parties where it's like anything more than a kickback until I was a junior in okay. high school. Okay, and that was around January February of uh, 2020. So then right when I was starting like to actually go to like open pads and stuff like that. That's when the pandemic kind of came uh, out. So yeah. I didn't really get to party that much in high school. I got to actually party a little bit as a senior because uh, my high school baseball team made a deep playoff run. And it was just like the team doing team parties, like team get togethers, like uh, team bonding, stuff like that. And then 
over the summer, I went to a couple parties at the beach because I'm from SoCal, so they had some beach bonfires. Those are really fun. Definitely recommend. Oh, probably, yeah. I had a really good time at some of those. And then uh, in college, I, I go here and there. I If there's a party that's available and I'm, and I'm not doing anything that night, I'll probably go with a friend group, but... I'm not anything like an avid party. I don't go to like every little party, but if there's a party, I'll go to it. I'll call myself a casual partier. There you go. There you go. I, I like that because it's not like frat boy, but it's also not like, oh, you're in the books all the time. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, when I first met you, Ryan, I, I swore up and down that you were a frat boy. Yeah. A lot of people say that. <laughs> a lot of people say is that. Is it, it the way you dress? Is it the way you act? Like what makes them think frat boy? Well, because like I talk like a frat guy, like, like my tone <laughs> of voice is like a frat guy. Um, Oh no, I'm kind of like I would say a little bit jockey. Like I <laughs> like sports a lot, and oh, that kind of like associates a little bit with fraternities. Uh, I do a lot of activities alongside fraternities, like intramural football. Like we played against uh, Pike and Sigma Kappa. That was the that was a team that we played against. So like a lot of those things that I do is alongside uh, fraternities and sororities. Our team is just a friend group. None of them are affiliated with any fraternities or sororities, but. I'm alongside fraternities and sororities a lot of the time, so people are like, oh, are you in one? But I'm not, but it doesn't really bother me. I mean, it, if people think I'm a frack, I'll just tell them no, but it's not a big deal. I mean, like people are gonna think what they think about me, but I mean, I'm not a frack guy, so. All right, Donnie? Honestly, no, I'm not really a big party guy at all. I mean, kind of like Ryan said, COVID hit my junior year, so that means that senior year, nobody wanted to really do anything anyway. Mm, okay. Uh, Involved in high school baseball, so four-year letterman. Never really gotten anything party there, though. Here in Vegas, Cheyenne High School, definitely not a bigger area. So nobody really kind of went out and did that, especially during that time. Got to college, I mean, second semester here, haven't actually been out to one so far. But either way, really closed off. But it's not because I'm studying books so hard. It's just because I'm doing my work, I'm making friendships, and then kind of just going from there honestly you know there's that this interesting gap where it's like the thing is like if you're not in a frat party like like frats it's just party 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 but if you're not a part of that then you're not partying which is not necessarily true but like that comes in that aspect of college where it's like there's just so much more to do like a lot of shit more to do than just partying you know a lot of people when they first come here like it's like freshman syndrome like yeah i'm about to party every weekend woohoo and then you're just like no there, there, there's to do yeah so. then the first couple weeks right, come right. In, it's just not it's not that right exactly what about you jess yeah about partying uh, yes sorry um no no parties no no parties at all <laughs> no parties you weren't you weren't big into parties like when you were in high school or anything like that mm, no i was working oh working yeah. okay. okay busy girl busy girl, busy girl. What specifically were you working on? Was it more job or was it more academics? Both. Both. Okay, yeah. jobs mm-hmm. and academics. Okay. Okay. You, you, I always have a thing. Sometimes it's good to build your money up and not your funny up. Well, I mean, you always got to get that funny up, you know what I mean? Well, well of course you get the funny up, but what, <laughs> but what do you think is more important, the funny or the money? I think it depends on your, in your aspect of your life. Depends on the weekend, too, you know? So let me, let me ask you, Ace Guy, what's the party life scene for you? So... I was not very popular in high school, so 
it was extremely, extremely rare that I would be invited out to an outing. It wasn't until I graduated high school that I actually started getting involved into uh, a few parties. I built a friend group, and I explained this a few weeks ago uh, on a previous episode of Clock In, Clock Out, where I had this big friend group in the beginning of college, and then towards the end of my freshman year, it had a very, very huge decrease. But during the summer of 2020, which was the year that I graduated, uh, every now and then we'd have a few kickbacks. There were some that we did and some that we didn't have to do because of social distancing and all that. But when I moved into the dorms in August of 2020, that's when I really started doing things out of the box because I wasn't living under my parents' roof. They couldn't tell me what time to be home. They didn't tell me you can't go out and do X, Y, and Z. So my roommate, he had connections to certain parties around town. And so he would take me to some to get me introduced to more of the party slash college life. And one of the most memorable ones was a month later, these group of college kids, they rent out a broken down bar right by campus and they host a kickback over there. Now, this was in the huge spike of COVID. It was still fall 2020. So nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was wearing social distancing. They did, however, like every time somebody would walk in, they would have them put on sanitizer. But that's only, <laughs> yeah, that that's only, that's only yeah. so little. Yeah, I'll wash. A disease that travels through, yeah. Yeah, through coughing and right, breathing, right. Uh, hand sanitizer. But I remember, dude, that night was low-key really fun. I was the only person in that entire place that kept their mask on whole time oh did you really yeah because i didn't want to catch the rona but at the same time i wanted to have fun because right. i i have this mindset i was like you only live once you don't know when you're gonna die life is short so you want to enjoy to the fullest until your time is up so that's what i did i tried to enjoy the party to the fullest even though i was scared of getting covid so i remember there was a bunch of uh, mob flashes there was a bunch of shaking ass uh there was a lot of it man and it was really fun any, any twerked on you ace guy anybody anybody was going your way close okay <laughs> well, what is close? Or male. that's like a that's like a stoplight we're inclusive here we're we are yeah. inclusive you know you know pal you gotta be more inclusive where we are more inclusive. <laughs> so uh, let's see i guess that kind of just leads back to me then oh, why well, i don't know what party and that's fat yeah, no, so basically during my time, uh, <laughs> a bleep. <laughs> so basically during my time, I man, there's so many stories I could tell. I guess it all started my freshman year. I went to this one party up in uh in in Oakland, and boy, that was one of the most. I, I give me a G, <laughs> give me a H, give me an E, give me a T, give me a T, give me a O. What does that spell? It wasn't. It wasn't that ghetto. It was. It wasn't that bad, you know. So basically, what happened was, it was my freshman year. Uh, it was like. There was a bunch of people. These were all people like older than me. This was like a college party, low key. I ain't gonna lie. This was like a junior college party. Were you a freshman I, in high school? Freshman high school. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Freshman high school. Sense, yeah. So they were like, you know, I'm coming up there and I'm talking to them about school and sort of like, oh yeah, how do you like in school? You know, like they're talking like a new guy, or whatever. So I'm like, I'm telling them like, yeah, it's cool, blah blah blah, whatever. Like, don't really don't like math and like, oh yeah, they'll be right. And I, I didn't know these were like junior J, JC kids, you know, that were I've been talking to, and they're like, oh yeah, you want some alcohol? I'm like, how so. At least I pointed it up, taking a drink up, and 
And that's when I realized, like I was talking to this one chick and we were hitting it off. We were talking back and forth and you know, the conversation was going great. And she's like, yeah, you know, like it kind of sucks. Like just trying to figure out your class schedule. I'm like, what do you mean figure out your class schedule? So I was telling her, I was like, she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, you don't make your class coach and just give it to you. And then she was like, how old are you? And I'm like, uh, like I, I put myself in a quarter. I was like, "What you mean, how old am I?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 20." They're like you ain't 20. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, I'm 20. I'm 20." They're like, "Oh yeah, what year were you born?" Uh, 19. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm thinking really hard about it. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know, 19 something." I'm like, <laughs> "You know, was, let me tell you how old I am. I witnessed John Wilkes Booth catch Abraham Lincoln. He caught him lacking." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right you ain't that old but yeah but i was i was i was saying like 19 something i was trying to think about it and she was like oh hell no i'm about to catch a case like she was flipping out i'm like no no it's all good it's all good like my freshman ass I was trying to justify that it was all good and whatever but it was a lot of fun after that but then the cops showed up you know then it, there was like a raid and you know fun stuff fun uh, stuff uh, uh, chris hansen uh, chris <laughs> 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 yeah. next day she was like oh, why don't you sit down it said here that you <laughs> take a seat yeah, yeah take a seat you right fell here. for a decoy how <laughs> <laughs> was a decoy so what did you mean by you wanted to put your blank into her blank yeah, i wasn't that i wasn't that I, I wasn't that smooth yet i was a freshman so i was like my my riz was like absolute none whoa 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 whoa! you think the people on that show have good riz <laughs> no 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 <laughs> not show no i'm talking about no 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 no, no, no. Hey, time out here. Flag on the play. No, no, no. I meant, I meant like at the time, like me as a freshman, though. Like you know, just, just yeah. like talking to people. But no. Besides that, I remember we got raided, and everybody's like, "Holy, shit, the cops are here!" Like everybody, but like you know, everybody move out. So everybody's jumping over fences, and they're all dating out. And I'm like, "Where am I supposed to go?" My ride, my ride. Ben ditched me. He was like, "Oh, you know, he jumped over a fence." I'm like, oh. "So I'm, 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 I'm scared. I'm scared as could be." So I'm like, oh, uh, "So I, I, I threw myself. I was a little smaller." during this time I was like 180 so I was able to I threw myself in the trash can and I go I, I was so scared I don't know what to do I've never been in a situation like that so I'm like trash can over I'm peeking out and they're like cops are like they're skating I'm talking around I'm like oh, oh, oh crap oh crap I'm like crap 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 so I'm trying to figure out what's the right time to like you know jump and go and I'm like I'm just dry sitting there because <laughs> I'm like I I was too scared I'm like oh please don't go to the trash can please don't go to the trash can and then, and then they're like and then one of the cops was like, hey, does anybody want some coffee? And they started ordering coffee out loud. And I'm like, oh, oh, mind you, I'm getting my phone blown up by my uncles, by my mom, by my siblings. And I'm like, oh, crap, I'm so done for. I'm so done for. Like, I'm in Oakland right now. I don't even know where I'm at. So I gave you to a time where I was just like, you know, F it, I'm about to jump over. So I jumped over in somebody's pool. All here is a canine, like, jumping over, trying to chase after me. And I'm like, oh, crap, oh, crap. I'm running into, like, oh, man. That was This like, would have been a perfect Facebook Live moment. Oh, this would have been a perfect Facebook my moment i was jumping over i'm like crap crap i'm like oh i didn't even know where i was going i didn't even know where the goal was but i finally like got out i got into some mcdonald's and like yeah no but overall it was a great it was a great first party for me yeah there you go and, and that was a freshman in high school right yeah freshman in high school yeah and it just it just got wild what about college there. college partying's been fun because you know i went to three different states in three different years so i've had to have three different types of college party life so i i started off in ohio so that's midwestern frat culture as it gets like as midwestern frat culture it's like the whole city is the college so like i was in ohio which is ohio state and columbus so everybody's like oh dude party is everything partying's everything it's the whole the whole city's about it like you know like there's these things they have like a drive-through liquor store 
nuts a drive-through liquor store never seen anything like it in my life yeah so basically you get your car you go in for this drive-through and there's like a guy it's usually it's usually some shady dude i ain't gonna lie and he's like what you want and they're like and they and they be asking everything and they always like charge you the, if they think you're underage they'll be like uh extra five bucks all right here you go and then they charge you you give them the money and, and then you get the thing so was it ethical absolutely not was it borderline illegal probably but that's just how it was i didn't know there was anything like this thing before and those parties would be nuts because you'd be like oh what's up dude like as frat as you get typical frat guy you know one earring one dangly earring one pierce you know had ba- ba- backwards baseball cap you know no shirt shorts i mean this is like, and these people would not want anything to do with you unless if you brought elk Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, dude, I didn't know you were like that." Yeah, no, it, it was. That's exactly how it was. And I was like, I went to like a party or two with them, but then I realized I'm like, "Oh, this this might not be my scene" because it was like it was like questionable, like their ethics and what they wanted to do and stuff and what their end goals were. And I was just like, "They're like, dude, like you study, bro, like just cheat." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh crap!" I'm like, "Okay, maybe maybe not." And then I remember there was like, uh, I, I'll never forget it. I walked like I, I was like where's the restroom man he told me where to go and i walked into the wrong room and i walked in on two people like and then the dude's <laughs> like oh, what you doing bro like don't you <laughs> he's like i'm like i'm like shocked i'm all oh my mom was open i didn't walk i never walked in so like that he's like i'll take a picture bro i'll last longer <laughs> and, he, and, he starts, and then she's like is there anybody behind us and he's like no it's all good <laughs> he starts going still i'm like you are wild boy like i'm about to head out like i'm i'm done chief after that one i was like that's pushing p as it gets so i remember my first frat party <laughs> uh, i wasn't even invited to the frat party i just showed up and they're like oh bro like i like your color i'm like oh thanks i'm mexican <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> like, yeah so i'm like and he's like oh he's like you're so foreign i'm like dude it's so funny midwestern people like if you're different they're just like saying in a very like i don't know it's funny how they do it yeah, so like, and then they're like, well, what frat you represent? I'm like, I represent me. He's like, oh, I, I like that. He's like, he's like, it's foreign, bro. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so I was like, you know, I started drinking alcohol with them and all this stuff. And they're just like, they're just nuts of stuff they'd be doing and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I want to go into business. You know, I'm like, well, for Wall Street type shit? Like, oh, exactly, bro. I'm like, I'll believe. I'll believe. Yeah, like, so, so stereotypical. But yeah, it was different atmosphere over in uh in ohio then texas was completely different because that's southern that's southern frats and how they do so everything party. is bigger in texas yeah it was especially the women <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's no. nothing wrong with that it, you know, it there, was, and there wasn't uh, there wasn't. i'm telling you it doesn't hurt to have a little meat no on but you, I'll, 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 I'll tell you this the first adjustment from midwestern women to southern women you could tell there was just a huge difference you know there there was there was variety you know there wasn't just i felt like when i was up in the midwest it was like starbucks you know the same drink you know you, you know once you had one you had them all and uh yeah no it was just it was just a specific kind of person i was just like i want to see you know a different people i want to bump into somebody and not confuse them with somebody else you know so but they are a shotgun i love america i love beer i love i love my tobacco they love tobacco you know that that's that's just what they that's just how they are i remember my first southern frat party they was just like what you what you dressed in brother i'm like oh i'm like you know i was just dressed like in some you know clothes like for partying and they're like no 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 brother here you go they gave me a cowboy hat they gave me some boots and i had to wear like a button they're like you, this is how you really party and this was like everybody was wearing this you know you know hispanics some um, asian people black people white people like everybody that's just how it was it was just like a cultural thing that you did i was like cool and then they're like there's playing like luke Combs. i don't know it's like a country singer luke Combs. And, and they and they was going crazy it was turning up like if it was like travis in that I was like, what the hell? I'm like, what's going on, man? I'm like, 
Yeah, no, it, it was definitely a different atmosphere. And it, actually being down here, door and turn, turn the lights light down low. That's like the song you play. That's like their equivalent to like Dreams, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. <laughs> I'm being Whoa. so serious. I'm being so serious. They're like, everybody's turning up there and they're like, yeehaw, brother, yeehaw. I remember one guy. And then that party got shut down only because one of the guys had a shotgun. He almost blew the roof off the, <laughs> off the building. And he's like, he's like oh, Brother, he's like, oh man, there's a big old hole up in there. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, duh. Like you could see up, and I'm looking up, and then the cops are like, shot birds shot through the roof. So for bleep, yeah. So for people out there who are not into the regular party session, in a regular function, there are three songs that are guaranteed or your money back to get the crowd extremely turned. One is Dreams and Nightmares by Meek and Mill. Mm -hmm. The other one is, I don't know the name of it, but it goes, one, two, three, let's go. Oh, Yikin. That's what it's called? Yeah, it's called Yikin, yep. All right, and the other one is, I'm a gorilla in a suit. Pull him up in a suit. Fanetta by uh, Chief Keef. Oh, there you go. You see, Ryan knew that. He, he's a How does a white boy know it before me? That's <laughs> Bro, I saw Chief Keef live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's he's valid. Fast. He's valid, right? right he's from you, the culture. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would say, like, the three, like, that would, like, get everyone, like, pumped up at a party. I would change the Chief Keef one. I would do uh, Love Sosa. Okay. That's, that's, oh, yeah. Love Sosa. Ah, reason. And then, uh, right. now, that, and that then, one goes crazy. And then, I remember like, that. Like, Mo Bamba by Shaq West is, like, the party song. Like, I remember, like, when that came out, like, that was the only thing. Yeah, Shaq West said, I'm getting really, really rich. rich. Hey, I remember when that song was playing when I was up in the hall, they threw like a whole ass dude up in the air. Yeah. And they were just like, he was just like. And he also played it strong, which yeah. is awesome to see. Yeah, that. I know, I was. And then Dreams of Nightmares would be the number three. So those would be the three that I know, like, hey, that will pump up the crowd. But I agree that Fanato is a great. And choice. like, there's a certain part where, like, if you drink over a certain point, people will just do anything just to do it. Like, I remember one time, this one dude, he was just like, I'm going to throw you off the second floor of the roof and throw you into the pool. And see what happens. And he's like, well, "Let's do it." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then we're like, and like, usually your ethics should come in here, be like your friend, and be like, "No, we shouldn't do this." But then here's me recording the thing, see what's going to happen. And he goes, "One, two, <laughs> he misses the window. No, he misses the window the first time, and he hits his head on the wall. <laughs> oh. and he's like, oh, he's like that hurt. He's like, oh, let's try it again. I'm like, <laughs> what is this, jackass? Yeah, and it was jackass because he had it because he was going for like a house window into a pool that he might have not even made it for but he was like I'm gonna do it thanks skinny thanks skinny I'm like <laughs> so he's like so he's like so they throw him out there and he almost misses the pool but he's like yeah let's go and he chugs another beer and I'm like dude these people are nuts I'm like oh man but it's just a it's a different world bro like I there's like a subpar of every college that's just like I'm here to party and I don't care what my consequences are of me not caring about school and it's just it's nuts so the last question I have for this first half of the show is would you guys consider UNLV more of a commuter college or a party college? It, it's not a party college as of now, but then again, there's I think ever since Hey Rebs left that atmosphere, like there's some there's nothing to go behind. So you're just you're just here to like kind of be here and that's where us is like as a as a station we've been wanting to try to bring that community back. So I think that's a factor. Well, the thing is about UNLV is that when you're under 21, you're just looking for parties. But then like you go to parties and once you turn 21 you're like I don't want to go to a frat party I'll just go to the strip because there's the biggest party life in, in the, the world, entire world down the street right yeah. down the street so I feel like it's not a party school but there's plenty of places to party just once you turn 21 so right. 
it's really awkward when you're, at, when you're at UNLV between 18 and 20 because it's like you can't really go out to parties and the parties you go out to, everyone pretty much is 18 and 20 because if you're 20 and up, why are you going to a frat party? I'd way rather go out to the strip and go to the greatest nightclubs in the entire world, which is just right down the street. Right. So. You, just have, you have to know people who know people really here. I mean, statistically, UNLV is the biggest commuter, coll- commuter college in the entire state or entire country even. I didn't even know that. Where did yeah. you get that from? They pulled it right out of my head. I have no idea where I've heard it before. I've heard it. Uh, wow, such journalism skills. Yeah, you know what? Hey, Damn, that you're curious. the assistant editor of the, yeah. of the sports section. <laughs> Anybody can do my job. Those, those, those curious minds got to be going with you too, you know? Oh, my God. Jess, God. what do you got okay. to say? Party or commuter? Commuter, for sure. Everyone's always leaving campus, so there's not much of a community going on, and it's hard to link up and get together, too. All right, so we all agree that UNLV is more of a commuter college. You know, I've been a little bit in between party and commuter because you know Las Vegas, it's a party city without a doubt. But then, but then again, uh, there's not much of the party scene around the areas of UNLV. So that's just my opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get more into the party scene in the next half hour of the show. You are listening to Clock In, Clock Out, with your voices of Las Vegas. This is Diggy D here, and your boy Ace Gang. And be sure, if you miss any part of the show, go online on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All you got to do is search in Clock In, Clock Out with ASK and DGD and all of our shows. We'll be there for you to listen to anytime, anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a full house here in the Greenspun Hall. Do not touch that dial. Back to clock in, clock out. What's with your voice is a Las Vegas. This is Diggy D here. And your boy Ace Cat. And in the first half, if you all just missed it, we were talking about various things as far as partying and the pros and cons and all that great other stuff. If you want to learn more, please go back to that first half. But for now, we're still back here with the Hustling Rebel podcast people themselves. We got Mr. Ryan Gilder, Donovan Hicks, Goats themselves. Once again, thank you for coming on to the show once again. And we also have Jess B and the place to be, you know. All that great stuff. Now let's continue on it's to the- It's a full house. A full house indeed. We don't really get that a lot here, A. Scott. We don't. And everybody's saying, oh, I want to sit in with your sh-. You know, the, the, the thing we got, is- We got in a wait list at this point. Like, I know. Right. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> like, we got we got y'all. We got y'all. Uh, but- so, how are we feeling? How are we feeling, fellas? Second half right now. <laughs> Second so, half. Another 30 minutes, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Another 30 minutes. Have we bored you guys yet? This has uh, been great. Yeah. Your, your show is always awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never been bored listening or seeing you guys ever. I mean, even at the station, I'm always like, oh, when's Ace Scout? When's the got to get here? Because there's always something new every day. It's there's a, a bunch of new it's stuff. It's literally a show where you have to watch it. You could sit there live and just watch it, and it's great. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that, boys. You know, W's, yeah. W's in the chat. <laughs> 
It's in such an honor. You know, that that's not that didn't sound, sound like, like that. Yeah, it didn't sound like that at first, but we're going to continue right home with that one. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I, I know we're talking about parties yeah, here, but yeah, 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 hey, hey. that's a whole different party that we're not going to get into today. I'm not complimenting uh, you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about, you know, we've talked about our various stories uh, of parties, but let's talk about what we witnessed. So I, I kind of got into that with like a guy getting thrown out to a pool, shotgun, all these great other stuff. Once again, that's in the first half, but what have you guys witnessed? Because I know you guys have seen some funny stuff probably. You guys have some stories. So what, what do we got for us, fellas? My story is going to be when I went to New York with my uh, Jewish club here at UNLV. They're called a UNLV with the Chabad that's on campus. They do a great job gang events and they actually collaborate with all the other Chabads in the country, actually in the world, and they do an international, it's almost like a, like an international convention, but it's like a, a Shabbat weekend that we do at New York at Crown Heights, and a lot of people after the Saturday, there's uh, college students, and a lot of people get drunk, and they go around the whole city of New York, and I've seen a lot of shenanigans, like one guy, uh, he oh, just- Oh, partying with the rats. Yeah, Yes, it is like partying with the You know, in New York, I'm only what? Yeah, so like I this people like it's like a whole bunch of just teenage or not teenagers but like young adults that are just all like sloshed and like all from across the country and just seeing people interact with each other completely sloshed all part of the same organization but yeah. it, it was crazy I saw like one guy like like pass out on the on the subway with White Castle <laughs> and then like and then and then I saw like another person like actually interact with one of like the crazy people on the subway that like. That just like you know like brings his guitar and just like asks for money from people and like like when the people like actually like was like fully invested had like a full-on like 35 minute conversation with them so i saw a lot of uh, interesting things when i was out at uh, new york nice so uh would you do it again oh i do it every year yeah, yeah. oh that's is that. this co-ed or is this club just for guys um jewish it's all inclusive yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he could be a girl. I, I, even got, I even got accepted with open arms. Ryan accepted yeah. me, you know, it was right before, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Monica time. And I asked him more about, uh, you know, the Jewish world and how that, that world looks. And he was just like, oh, yeah, of course. He brought me as a yarmulke. I started wearing it around and then I wore it under my hat. So I'm like, oh, look. I brought it from New York for you. I know. I saw it. I, I actually absolutely wore it with pride. And then I lost it in California somewhere. Oh you know, I, I felt so bad. It's in a whole like, other state. Yeah, it is. It's in a whole other state right now. So but I'll you get you another California? one. Oh, of course. I need yeah, I, my, my head is uh, feeling a little empty right now. You know, I need to I need to tap it off. You know, well, how, about, how about you, Donnie? What, 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 what have you witnessed? I mean, I, got, I know you witnessed a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I got a couple. But building off what he said, I mean, kind of everywhere you're going to get those Maryland Parkway-esque People out. Oh, he's calling out the Maryland Parkway the Maryland tweakers. Parkway, tweakers. That's great. Where you, one place you'd never expect them is outside of Disneyland, which they have been a large congregation of them, like as of recent. Uh, so me and my friends taking a nice trip to Disney. I mean, just a little get together. It was after graduation in high school, and we're like, yeah, sure, let's go ahead and go out. We had a fun time, stayed for a couple days, heading out of the park one night, and finally, you're going in or excuse me coming out and there's just you know some people are out there selling drinks like mm -hmm. you know a dollar for a water you know okay. something like that that's uh, yeah it's not bad it's like your typical yeah. hustle but then we got another guy and i mean he's more kind of off in the shadowy corner and he has just piles and piles of cds yelling at every guest who leaves listen to my new ep man come on i'm trying to make a living and like chucking cds at people oh, okay. and uh <laughs> uh one of my friends who has clearly never even seen these people or 
uh, been to a city like New York where these guys are everywhere trying to sell you anything that they can for just a stupid upcharged amount when I went, oh yeah, man, let, let, let me see it. And the guy gave him like a whole 10 minute rant about how he's trying to feed his family. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, all right, you want to, you want to look at it? He's like, my friend tries to go grab it. He's like, that'll be $20, man. It's like, don't be trying to take anything like that. And we had to like go out and just pull him out of that entire conversation because it almost got really bad. But you know, that's just one, but the one that I really want to get to here. So as I mentioned, four years playing varsity baseball, you kind of see a lot, especially at a school like Cheyenne. I mean, if you are listening and you are from the Las Vegas area, you know kind of that area. I do. But yeah, um, going there was actually a really nice couple of years there. Uh, a lot of really great people, but there are also, also some interesting people on that team that never really played they were kind of just there and they were just jokesters you'd sit in the dugout <laughs> and uh they would we, just sit in the dugout while constantly chewing gum yes exactly and also making jokes and the coaches hated them but they would still just be there in case we needed some extra player it's <laughs> <laughs> just a body <laughs> yeah that's exactly i mean cheyenne needed warm bodies i swear there was not a lot of people that were running out to go play baseball but uh eventually one of them named gabe just had a interesting, interesting couple of weeks where he kept coming to practice. Like, man, dude, this girl, I'm just trying to get with this girl, man. She won't text me back. She won't do this. She won't do that. <laughs> We're like, bro, just calm down, okay? This is when I was a senior and he was like, saying he was a sophomore. And we're like, man, just calm yourself, okay? We're trying to just practice baseball, keep your, you know, outside life just away from us. And he's like, no, man, no, man, you guys got to help me. <laughs> so, <laughs> all, all during practice, too. Yes. Yeah, so lo and behold, he ends up. Getting a midway midway through the game, he got a date, uh, and that date took them to the Conoco Station restroom, basically that they have right next to the baseball field. <laughs> and while we're all sitting, we're all enjoying the game, we're all getting focused into the game, and then randomly he just starts talking. He's like, "Man, I'm 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 nervous, man. I'm I'm really 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 <laughs> nervous." And I'm like, "We're like, what? What do you mean?" He's like, "Man, I have this I have this date in just a minute." He's like, "He's like, I got this uh, this gas station condom." We're like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's got one of those faces on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, we're like, what are you talking about? I thought we like, I thought we were just talking to this girl. She's like, he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, I'm a virgin. I'm trying to not. I'm trying to get out of that life. And we're all sitting there like, what? So. I was like the first inning. It gets to like the fourth inning. It's almost tight. It's just a blowout of a game. It's like 18 to nothing. We were winning. And all of, all of a sudden, our entire attention is no longer on the baseball game. It's about talking to him and what he's going to do. He finally, he's like, all right. The, you see the girl walking. It just all of us just eyes focused like on this girl. Like giving a play by play. Walk, walk, exactly. Walking across this parking lot. And she's heading to the restroom, but she enters the restroom. And he's like, well, guys, I guess it's my time. <laughs> and he stands up, walks off out of the field, opens the gate, and just strolls down the walkway. Did y'all give him a salute? Yeah. Oh, yeah, leaving? we did. Oh, we were all doing that. Meanwhile, all our coaches like, what are you looking at? Like some car or something just drove by. They we're all standing at the edge of the dugout. The umpire's telling us to get back inside the dugout because we're like standing out trying to get a glimpse of what's happening he goes in he opens the door slams it and that was that they're both in there for 
it's probably two innings go by now it's the sixth inning they haven't left the bathroom we're all starting to get a little concerned maybe one of them like fell in at this point we're not sure what's happening and all of a sudden we're sitting there about to go out for a next inning and we see out of the distance so if you imagine Cheyenne's field it's a baseball field a long walkway that leads to the parking lot but the restroom's kind of like halfway and past the parking lot is the softball field well we see from a distance this dad and a young probably like two year old kid like with a stroller heading down the walkway well they're not one of our parents because they would have been there already the softball game is just starting so we're like oh crap why, why are these people coming and we just keep watching keep watching gets closer and closer to the bathroom and there's only one stall in this bathroom it's just the one doorway and they start walking and they get to the front and they try and open it and it's locked oh no it's locked and they can't open it and obviously in there they're not trying to make any noise while they're trying to open it up and the dad's like looking around he looks at the daughter the daughter looks frantic probably had to use the restroom so is this one of these bathrooms where (laughs) you could go in there whenever you want it as long yes it's it's supposed to be like that but they ended up locking it because they were inside right so the dad starts running back towards the softball field and not even two minutes later again the game's still happening all while this is happening we're all watching this (laughs) unfold the dad starts running back with what looks like a campus monitor Oh. Oh. And they, <laughs> they run back and they arrive to the front of the restroom and you see the campus monitor give like a like knock on the door and nothing still no answer obviously. So he gets out his keys and unlocks the door and he's like you, the campus monitor is like, "Yeah, it gives like a thumbs up to the dad and dad's like, "Thank you, thank you." And he's he like giving them a nice high five. He opens the door and goes is the what he turned ghost white <laughs> completely ghost white and he just slams the door shut and grabs the daughter and starts going the other direction with not even a minute later the girl opens the door and runs out towards like the school i don't know where she was thinks she was going because the school's already closed it's like five o'clock at night at this point and then he steps out still pulled up his pants <laughs> trying to fit his belt hole and like trying to get back over to the field <laughs> and he gets back to the dugout he's like, he's like guys I did it and we're all just sitting there just dumbfounded just laughing and he, he's like he's like, yeah the condom did break though <laughs> he's like and that's where I'll end that story wait so who won the game you guys are oh yeah we that game was a blowout. Our coaches oh, were crying. Ryan was so frustrated the story too. He's like, I don't even know what happened during the baseball. You are focused on the wrong details. Oh, I, I absolutely were focused on the wrong that, details. Like, I, I can't believe a player on your team is like, all right, I don't care about the game. I'm going to go lose. Well, Donovan, 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 Donovan. The yeah, question yeah. is, yeah. I'm going to play Mari here. Is he the father? Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, wow. One... One uh, small swing for mankind, one bigger <laughs> leap for fatherhood. I don't know. There's something in there. There's something. Wow, that's crazy. He's Wait, a actually? Guy. Yes. Oh, my God. He said, guys, actually. I did it. I'm a father now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. I, the only similar story I have to that was I, when I was in football, right, we were out at a away game. We were in, like, I don't remember where we were at, but it was an away game. It was, like, week six, week seven. We weren't doing too hot. Was it within the same city or was it in a different region? It was, like, 
it was with, it was in a different region and you know one of my uh one of my teammates he had a he had a girlfriend he was like oh yeah you know da 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 and like this was his whole thing because we sucked he's like if we allow if we get 21-0 I'm leaving my girl and I'll come back before halftime and we're like <laughs> and so so we as a clown as I was I was like oh let's make it happen for him so coach was this will be the actual time that you guys put in effort <laughs> yeah so we were like all right cool so I was center and we told our guy I, like he gave us the play and then I told the guy's mic don't block <laughs> <laughs> so he goes right on his head boom 22 he's making adjustments he's like 21 21 10, hi, hi, hi. he does the clap i snap it and we all go we stand up and we go oh, and so guys go after him and he was like hey, one of these guys he was like one of the guys that went against my nose I was kind of not wanting to play because he was a four star oh he was good he was good as could be big bubble he's a big old boy and he was like he literally grabs him and he goes oh bam and he says you're gonna munch on me today I'm like what kind of, what kind of threat is that and he was like so he was like oh he's like F you guys and he goes coach I'm hurt I'm hurt i'm like ah oh, he's pulling the hurt ah. card so the back of he gets his time he's like oh that's my time to shine fellas he's like oh, a hike bam <laughs> he actually gets hurt and then the shorter has to go back in he actually got and then and he was like he was like damn he's like we're really trying to suck here he's like i appreciate y'all boys heavy he's having to stop he's having to stop and he was like he sees this girl he's like I ain't gonna lie. He just walks off the field. And Coach is like, where the hell y'all going? Where the hell are you going? And he's like, he's like, Coach, I ain't gonna lie. I got to take That's what he told him. And it said, so he was like, uh, so he does this thing. He goes nutty nuts. And then he comes back. He's like, man. He's whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Before you get more into it, did he sell it when he told the coach that he got to take a like, did he do the sh**y walk? Uh, no, he just was like, oh, I got to go. And then Coach was like, my aching ass. You know, that's what he responded with. So he goes, does his thing. He comes back. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm, he's like, I'm doing pretty good. And we're like, and we're like, well, where's the protector? Oh, my homie Jesus got me. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, we need a punter. He's like, Coach, I got it. He felt like he was going good. I, I you not he goes up to punt he punts it he punts it backwards (laughs) (laughs) when he he punches the ball his cleat cleat went 20 yards this way to the right and the ball was straight backwards it's like what is going on we were at like the 30 we had to give ourselves a safety (laughs) i was like oh hell no we we dog we we dog ass boy like oh we suck i'm like God, we suck. And this was what like, what in the Brett Mar is this? <laughs> oh, dude, it was so bad. Like, uh, he was just like, he putted it backwards. He's like, coach, he's like, I swear to God, I didn't think I could do that. He's like, yeah, nobody thought you could. Do that. And, then, and then this ref, this ref, he, he looked like a hundred man. He looked like he was like, it's like he was in his last days. He comes up. He, he should have had a cane on him. He's walking. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> looked like a hundred at this point. And what, he comes being up a to, football referee on his deathbed. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, well, he, oh, dude. Yeah. Call, wheelchair dude, just, we were calling him we were calling him ref tombstone the whole time <laughs> <laughs> ref tombstone and he goes like he goes you know in my uh, he's like in my 75 years of refereeing I'm like damn how old are you but that's not the point and he was like I have never never seen a kid bump the ball backwards he's like and his hands were shaking with doing it. it looked like he was about to pass out I'm like are you okay you need some water I felt so bad I, I unintentionally 
got some water and gave it to him. I'm like, you need this more than I do. <laughs> I'm playing both sides of the ball, but you need this more than I do. And he goes up to the man, he shakes his hand. He's like, I will never see this again in my life. He's like, as my days are numbered, I'll never see this again. And then the guy was like, wow, I made history. And I smacked him in the head. I'm like, that was not good history. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, that year was so bad because none of my team cared about anything. I remember one time, coach was like, mandatory practice on Monday. If you're not, oh, you guys are off the team. And then you know what everybody did? They're like, all right, we're going to McDonald's. <laughs> so it was me and two other people that showed up because I was the team captain. And he and he ripped it all off on me. And he's like, where's the team at? I'm like, I don't know, coach. And then they all FaceTimed me while in the middle of the meeting. And he's like, yo, we out here at McDonald's. You want to make chicken or something? I'm like, oh, bro, you making me look bad. It was all McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was hilarious. That team did not care about anything. And then those parties we would have, oh, my. They would act like we won. They would lie to the girls. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we whooped their ass 50 to zero. I was like, that's fat cap. He's like, oh, he's you don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, no. The parties we would have, I would just go just see what was up. Yeah, they were they were wild. I ain't gonna lie. I remember we our offensive lineman, he was like almost 300 pounds, like 290-something. We lifted him up on two feet, and we gave him a whole keg of beer, and he was like, chug, 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 chug. He's like, oh. he's like, it's okay, I'm 18. I'm like, that doesn't justify anything. I'm like, yeah, I know. It was horrible. But, yeah, no, it was fun, fun, fun times, you know. That's all I gotta say. Wow, like you guys have incredible stories. Like I, I, I don't have any stories like this in my eighteen years of playing baseball. I mean, the only poverty, man. That's what it comes down to. Just go where my, there's no money. I mean, the only story that I can think <laughs> of. Yeah, if there's no money there, you're gonna get all the great stories because they don't care, bro. Uh, the only story that I could think of at the top of my head involves me, like. My mom, she can get rowdy at times, and and I've seen her drunk a couple times. It's always when when she's with her sister is when she gets uh, the most crunked up. Um, but she hasn't done like anything like out of the wild that I would be like, "Mom, this is not like you at all." But I'm gonna go back to me. Uh, just the first time that I've ever gotten drunk, I remember I threw up in front of formerly known as Bally's, now Horseshoe, at like two 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 thirty at night. And then, uh, oh, this is more recent. I was at the Rio for a friend's girlfriend's birthday party. We found out that one of my good friends, his girlfriend, was born a day after me. So we kind of had like a joint birthday party. So I was like, well, is it cool if I spent, uh, spent the night at the penthouse? And my friend was like, yeah, 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 cool. If you want to bring an overnight bag, whatever, uh, as long as you're not like driving home intoxicated. And so I was like, I bet. So I go over there. I'm a few, I'm a few Trulies in and two of the 99 brand shots. And I'm sitting there on the couch. I am like dues out of my mind. And then I pick up my phone and I'm dialing the HD2 hotline. What was going for your mind when you did that? I honestly, if you hadn't brought it up to my attention, if you or Donovan didn't bring it up to my attention, I would have never known. So that same night, there was a basketball game going on. 
I forgot which game it was, but you... I definitely forgot to. Yeah, but me and Donovan were board hopping that game, and I was showing Donnie how to use the board, and then all of a sudden we got a phone call, and Donnie just looks at me, and I'm looking at him like, oh, we weren't supposed to get phone calls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a basketball game. We well, don't tell people to call I, in. I looked at you like, well, you know, you're usually down here. This was like two weeks into me being down there. Yeah, I'm like, all right, like, so Donnie was usually- freshly new, and I'm trying to show him how to do things, and I'm all... Oh, I don't know. I'm about to cause a Finward. I don't know. So I pick up the phone and then I'm like, uh, 91.5. And he was like, yeah, I need to talk to you for a second. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, yeah. And he's talking to me and he's talking about like, uh, uh, and he was like, I'm about to cause a Finward up in here. <laughs> I was like, is this, is this Ace guy? He's like, yeah. <laughs> that was the most funniest interaction I've yeah. ever had. <laughs> this was all on the radio. So yeah. then I put him on the speaker radio thing, and I was like, what's going on, bro? Mean- Fortunate, fortunately, you knew the board well enough to not get it on the air. And no, it wasn't on the air. No, definitely not on the air. But, yeah, that was something, though. Meanwhile, a basketball game is going on <laughs> that we're supposed to be running commercials for. Ryan, I think, was, yeah, I was at the game broadcasting. So, And meanwhile, I have my phone out recording this conversation just how a lot of those clips were born. Ryan's broadcasting, not knowing why there's not any commercials being played. Oh, I think there was a time or two where you were like talking about commercials and we were just so focused yeah, on yeah, these. I, I was drunk. like, all right, uh, you're listening to 9.5 The Rebel HD 2. And I guess we're staying on. <laughs> oh, dude, but during that time, we are just thinking. And then he was going off. He was like, hey, you know what? It is like, if we want Finwood to be vice president, we got to make sure he never, but we got to buy him free food every single day. I was like, what are you on about? And he just starts going off about the most randomest things. He's like, I ain't going to lie. There's this emo girl here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm about to go crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, there's pizza. I'll call you back. And then he hangs up. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Where did we get this whole Fenward thing to begin with. Oh, that was the night. You, you, that was that was that the was night, the night was born. that was born. Ever since and then, y- just, I guess you has had that in your memory bank. Well, why? F- so. f- what? What does Fenward even mean? I don't know. You created it, and we just went along. <laughs> and then I just went along with it. Poor, so. poor Fenny, man. Poor, I mean, he, you know, he W's in involved. the chat. W's in the chat. Like at first, yeah. it was just like a little here and there joke, and then it was supposed to go away, and now it's like, oh yeah, it's pretty much here to stay. It's it is here to stay. But that's pretty much uh, my out-of-pocket party stories. Um, Jess, I know you said that you're not much of a party girl, but have you ever been around like a function where you've just been around like a lot of wasted people and you've seen some outlandish things? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. T- tell me about it. Oh, I don't. Ha- I don't know. I don't have any stories. Sorry. <laughs> oh well, I guess maybe not. Uh, I guess maybe <laughs> I, not. I can't yeah. think of the top of my head. So. You said you said oh you said maybe you, that's not a definitive mm, yes mm. no that means no <laughs> that, that means I want to be involved but in the same time yeah no. like I don't know what to say well uh, we'll think about it but in the meantime uh, let's go ahead and hit some Jeopardy music and for those of you at home if you can hear the Jeopardy music comes on whenever it takes a little too long for the game to get back up and running it seems like the ref and the SU coach there were hugging. Right there. Uh, I, I don't want to read too much into that. <laughs> what are you suspecting, Diego? Uh, I'm not saying nothing much. Well, once again, we want to thank everybody for being on here. We you know, we want to thank Jess B, of course. And then we got the Hustling Rebel podcast, boys. So tell us how this uh, just journey of Hustling podcast even came about. You know, I know, Ryan, you had some prior experience with the run, with the Running Lady Rebels, you know, the Lady Rebels. Yeah, the Lady Rebel right, podcast, right, right, yeah. You know, but yeah, so where was, the, where was this idea coming from? So I did the podcast for the women's basketball team called the Lady Rebels podcast, and I wanted to do a baseball podcast, and 
uh, Donovan and I were in the same class, and I pitched out to the class. I said, hey, guys, uh, I was giving out tours of the radio station because uh, it, was, it was still my term as president, which it still is, just for like another like couple weeks for the Rebel HD2. Enjoy it while you still can, brother. I know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And uh, Donovan was like, hey, I want to get involved. And I told him, like, hey, like I want to do a baseball podcast, but I need a... I need. I want. I want another host with me. Right. And Donovan was all in. That. That's where it started. So same format as the Lady Rebel podcast, but instead of women's basketball, it's about UNLV baseball. And Donnie, uh, you know, before then, because I know Ryan's had plenty of experience on the mic and stuff. You know, from his time here. What was your uh, experience prior to running Rebels? I mean, yeah. Honestly, Not the running rebels day. Uh, hustling rebels. rebels. My bad. My yes. bad. Mi- mixing up the pods <laughs> here, you know. Honestly, I had little to no experience coming into this, so it was just more about Ryan wanted a helping hand. I was still trying to get involved with the school. My first semester, I really didn't even do too much. It was kind of more of a, all right, I'm going to go to class, I'm going to get my work done, I'm going to go back to my dorm, I'm going to sleep, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to do it again. So getting into second semester, first day of class, Ryan makes that pitch. I'm like, screw it. You know what? Let's ask. It, see what happens. I asked him, he took me a tour of the radio station, actually came into this room, I believe, uh, that we're sitting in now, pitched the idea of the podcast. I was like, sure, I'm good with that. Then uh, the conversation about broadcasting the baseball games came up. Uh, We were able to do that under the Scarlet and Gray Free Press. So now every home game for Rebels, we're going to be there that we've been broadcasting each game all season. Yeah, and it's just a really good opportunity to broadcast games and Honestly, like I love the HD two, what opportunities it's brought here, and I I really like to tell everyone, like, hey, it's not just for one person; it's for the whole community here at UNLV. And I feel like the radio station brings a lot of great opportunities. I mean, Diego, I remember your first day coming in, and uh, it, like right away you got involved, and it was great. Yeah, you know, I, what, one thing I really do like about your guys is, uh, you know, your pod is that you have that Tony Romo, Jim Nance aspect. You know, one's very informative about what's happening. The other one gets inside. It's a joy listening to you guys because it makes new baseball listeners be like, oh, I really like the chemistry, the dynamic they have going on here. And then plus you got players themselves. Like, I love the fact that, like, it's not just two uh, journalists talking. It's like you bring the players and you bring the aspects and you know what's going on. You talk about the, you know, the other teams and such. You're not biased, but, like, it is based on the team, but you're not biased towards it. You can tell by like what needs to happen more. Like you are, you will tell them about the things you need to improve on. Overall, it's a great show, guy. I know some people might not like baseball; that might not be their fatigue. But if you want to give any sports pod a chance, yeah, give well, the, give you, them a, give yeah, hustling a chance. The the big thing is staying down the middle and also bringing in different voices. So what we try to do is try to get players on, also try to get the opposing team, student media on. And get their opinion on what they want to see from their team and what they see in the series against the Hustlin' Rebels when they play mm-hmm. against us. Because, hey, like we could look at other teams. We could watch as much baseball as possible, but we're not at the school. We're not on the ground over there. So we talk to people that, hey, they, they do have experience at that school. They know how the team is. They might have some extra insights on the team. Like uh, there was a game against uh, San Diego State where – or it wasn't San Diego State. It was against Fresno State where – we got some people on the pod and they gave us some insight about a player that they they said, hey, this person might come in this game because this guy's been a little bit injured. They're not going to play him all three games. So we came into the game knowing, having that little bit of extra expertise from the other school before it started. So our podcast, it gives you a little bit of insight. Also, like I, I like just making connections with other schools. It's really cool. Met a lot of great people from across the country. So... 
it's been going great fellas and you know with the wrap of first with the season about to be wrapping up here is there any uh ideas for the off season or is it more like you're going to take an off season break and then get right back on it when spring training comes around or is that something you haven't even thought about yet? Honestly, we haven't really thought about it yet. There's still probably another 10 games to go in the season. The Rebels still trying to make a push for right. the playoffs. But overall, I think we definitely want to keep this podcast going, uh, going really through the offseason if there's any big news coming up. But other than that, really just take a chance on Hustle and Roll podcast if you're interested. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The full house segment of Clock and Clock Out. It's been an absolute pleasure. Special thanks to Ryan Gilder and Donovan Hicks. Once again, from the Hustle Rebels podcast, and of, co- and of course, our recurring host and future president of the Rebel HC2, Miss Jess B in the place of B. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, of course. And for me and Diggy, Clock on the Wall, says Brother Paul. That is all. Our time here is up, unfortunately, but we will always have new episodes each Monday night from 6 to 7 right here on The Rebel with your voices of Las Vegas. My name is Scott And Diggy D. And if you want to listen to any of our episodes that we just posted here, you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast and listen to all our episodes, plus our future back in the day. It's episode one. Until then, y'all take it easy, be kind of one another, and we will check you out later. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.